Steph, what makes you so hesitant to talk about Dubai? Okay, it's not an experience I would bring out every day um, um, because it's 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 been a it's been a mind opening experience for me. I started as a very young architect as a sustainable architect. Um, Switzerland has very high standards for sustainability, so we started a firm in Switzerland, became very quickly quite successful um, in building sustainable architecture. Mm-hmm. We got invited to Dubai, uh, we had an idea to build a sustainable skyscraper uh, and to do it as a showcase for smart materials, it was called. You know, so that is that I, I really believe this is kind of a solution for this world. You know, just become green and there is also business in it and it's good for everyone. We can make money on it and it's kind of okay. You know, great. Um, so our project in Dubai is, is to build a Swiss mountain into the desert. You know, it's <laughs> not, it's not just, it's, there is an interior and of course we use all these materials and like, uh, within creating this fantastic climate and very healthy climate, um, filtering the air, filtering the water, all of that stuff you actually kind of naturally have in Switzerland. You know, we bring it to Dubai <laughs> and basically and, um, to the world. That was the idea. So the entire building project takes us two years of planning. Um, we have access to the cost, to the cost calculation, and I can see that our budget is continuously cut. Yeah, so there are tax sides of it we no longer could could plan with. Materials we had chosen we could no longer plan with. Um, key features, you know, for a sustainable project we could no longer uh, plan with. And so, but the bar- the marketing on the other hand, would always stay the same or actually even increase. <laughs> so the marketing for, oh, we're making a sustainable building would increase, but the actual features of the sustainable building would decrease. So that does make sense. So I asked the question, why? And the answer is because it doesn't pay off. And that answer doesn't make any sense because it's, it's like, what, does, what exactly doesn't pay off? Your profit or, the, you know, or, or Earth's resources which in the end we're going you know want to not use here by building yeah. this kind of stuff um so that's the first hint for me where where i'm like hmm, something something doesn't doesn't fit you know it, that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. um we have to invest now in green technologies in order to survive right otherwise the next generation is going to pay for it so the next question which comes then to mind is like, what what else is cut, right? What where where does this end? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they're cutting the essential features of a sustainable building, um, what about labor rights, for example? Uh, and so this is where we were then guaranteed that labor rights is all fine. You know, they have enough this, they have enough that, and it's like, okay, well, let's just check it out and we went on construction sites obviously without permission (laughs) (laughs) obviously (laughs) um and we were just like walking around you know and it was in the evening time uh when we arrived at one construction site um and you know they have these long queues of um this was mainly indian brown man very very skinny uh, man, they're queuing to the buses, and the buses are taking them somewhere. Um, and so, this is the first time I I actually saw those men in reality. 
and I looked at them and I caught one of them, the eye of one of them, and I really seen these very dead eyes. And the guy was way too skinny for actually being a worker, in my opinion. You know, <laughs> they were all very skinny. Um, and so they were all queuing into this bus and we were like, okay, where's this bus going? You know, where are they actually going? Are those rumors of those camps, those um, like night quarters? Yeah, are they, are, are they just rumors or is this maybe even true? And so that is, um, I mean, it's, it's something. Did you find out? It, we, we did. It took us a while, but we did. Um, what happened? Well, it's not as easy to get there, you know. So, but anyway, so in the moment when we saw for the first time one of those, um, I wouldn't actually call them um, neighborhoods because it's not really a neighborhood. It's like out in the desert, um, what we've seen. Um, it's kind of containers. There, there are guards. There are fences, barbed wire. You can't go there. You can't just come up and say, "Hey, we would like to visit this here." Wow. <laughs> um, and so we've seen we've seen that. And I think for me, something went out inside me. You know, I like, okay, this is too much. This is this is something I cannot accept. So the next day, we have the big final meeting with. Um, pretty much everyone important to be there, you know, from investor, bankers, developers, marketing people, but shopping people, all of those. Mm -hmm. um, we just had a wonderful latter breakfast and lunch in one of those five-star lobbies, um, a little bit too big, but very nicely air-conditioned. You know, you are prepared to go in a wonderful uh huge room with a nice wooden table and everything is very nicely presented and everything what is presented is actually wrong you know every single page in this contract is changed from what we had agreed on and it really sinks in me that this is not just wrong this is really no longer acceptable and all i can see is the work I'd seen before, his dead eyes, this line of man, the campsite, all the things I had seen, but we were told wasn't there. And I realized that everyone in this room, including ourselves, we are trapped in this machine. Hmm. And it's not really our decisions, you know, that we are, what we're doing here, it's all about the money. Everything would happen in that room, everything would happen in Dubai, everything what happens in Switzerland, here in the United States, in the world, it is about the money. We're running after it, right? So this machine, the motor of this machine is the money system. And it runs, and it runs, and it runs. It is running us. It is running our decision-making process. And it's unstoppable. It's a bit like the Terminator. My favorite movie. <laughs> and that changed your life I saw it for the first time how much we are trapped in it and there you cannot just blame one person it's not about the decision about one banker or this one you know uh, investor or where he puts the money it is really a system it's a systemic fault we are dealing with and that has an impact on my life that all I do as an architect actually doesn't really change that system because I'm trapped in it. I can't change it.
So it feels like your experience in Dubai came to essentially the conclusion that this money machine is running us and what we're doing right now isn't necessarily shifting that machine. A new school, a new swimming pool might change a few people's lives, but the broader picture is still happening. And you might design a beautiful building, but there's still that machine in the background running exactly. the Exactly. There won't be a change if, if people don't see the system, if they are not becoming aware that there is money out there. Yeah, which is maybe something um, contradictory to say, because of course you see the dollar note, but we sometimes don't see the effect what that dollar note is doing. So this podcast is about looking at all the concerns we have for the world, for our planet, for our society, all those different issues we have, and how money plays a role in the background. I think it's essential that we learn about it, yeah? That we we learn through the learning, and this is where my hope is, that people learn about it and become conscious about it. Because only by being conscious, you can change it. And we can change it. We can redesign it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, if we system. redesign, reimagine how money could work for everyone, the entire society, the entire planet, for all of us, that is possible. Welcome to Pot of Gold. We're an independent, listener-supported podcast. Thanks to our producer, Riley Paul. Support us by rating this episode and sharing with all your friends. And to learn more, join us at potofgold.world. I'm Stephanie Overbach. And I'm Mel Wymore. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.